Another edition of the UK Pick 6 podcast here as we finally have some major breaking news in the NFL. Well, it's not breaking, it happened this week, but Cam Newton has finally been signed by an NFL franchise and everybody is so delighted that it's the New England Patriots getting him for a bargain bin price. Um, yeah, that was the predominant chat on our show this Week, myself, Ollie Wilson, uh, Jazz Gillum, and Dave Bluck talking all things news in the NFL this off season. And there hasn't been too much in the last few weeks, so it was great to have this to talk about. A little bit of Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown chat as well, as the Seahawks have shown interest in both of them in the last week or so this off season. Richard Sherman chiming in with his comments on the Cam deal too. We covered and a few other bits and bobs as well. Sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. It's not just COVID. Mm. Yeah, and it yeah. is genuinely interesting as well, because I really don't know if it's going to be a success or not. I can see it both ways. Yeah, I think there's more chance of being a success than a bust, to be honest. Yeah, I think 60-40, something like that? I reckon maybe even 75-25. I think there's a much greater chance of being a success. I think the issue they'll have is trying to get Cam not to dress like he does for the media. I think that's going to be in his contract (laughs) somewhere. That's... The that's biggest the issue. That's thing. the biggest issue. It's just because I think that if you can get buy-in from him for that, considering he bases all his right. kind of image around that one thing, if you take that and you can kind of make sure he's dialed in and on board with that, it means he's on board with everything else. So if you get a cam that's fully dialed in and wants to prove something, as we've said before, these players love to have a chip on their shoulder, don't they? That you might just get the best version of him possible, and also McDaniel's is very clever. I'm sure you'll find hang, lots of ways on, to hang use. Hang on, Jazz. This, this, like, I don't know if you've been facetious or not. That comment about clothes. I mean, what has that got to do with anything? He's always dressed flamboyantly for the media. No, I know. Stuff. But I'm just saying that if you have so, the ability to tell him that's not how we do things here, this is how we do things here, you then have a buy-in from him. Yeah, you've got to let Cam be Cam with that though, because that's just you I know, don't like think you part do. of his personality. Well, I think that he, that might be said, not censored is the wrong word, but I think that might be reined in heavily. Well, but he doesn't seem like your traditional Belichick guy, does he? I mean, Cam as Cam's like Marmite. I think there's a lot of people that do love him and love the way he plays, and there's a lot of people that dislike him, and a lot of the dislike seems to come down to things like the bravado of the dressing pre-games and some of the attitude stuff in general I think even though he does all he does so much positive stuff because I was trying to look at why people dislike Cam and things like that and I don't like Cam Newton Um, but like giving the ball away to a kid every time he scores a touchdown even that some people are like "Ah, that's kind of annoying you know we get it but it is a good thing to do so you can't really give him crap for that same with the clothing like it doesn't really you you can get annoyed with it if you're just you just want to be involved in the football and the stuff on the field but at the same time we live in the society that demands all of that kind of hoopla around it um but he isn't necessarily a Belichick style guy is he because Belichick has the it's all about the team it's not about me and Cam has a branding at least that comes across as you know I'm Superman he does the whole chess thing yeah yeah does that and and so there is that part of it that has to be weighed out of can Cam become a team guy and work on Belichick's system but then bring those elements that make Cam good i.e. his ability in the red zone particularly with running and uh, you know short yardage touchdowns in that sense enough so that Cam can still be Cam and be happy but it's still the Patriots way or is this a yeah. Belichick doing what he did with people like a Randy Moss of getting in the guy that is a big bravado character and then they're just going to use him like one of Belichick's kind of whores. He's just going to use him <laughs> until he's done with it 
and then but out the mm. and then out Cam goes because I don't see this be I don't see this move being made if we don't have COVID nineteen and such a messy off season because Jarrett Stidham gets not for much, this money certainly. Well, I, I just don't see Cam coming into New England because Stidham gets a chance to actually start to bed into the offense a bit more. They would have, I imagine been doing more drills with Patriots receivers even when it wasn't at their uh, facility, things like that. I think what we've had because of the COVID lockdown has limited Stidham's ability to take that kind of off-season development. And Belichick's probably worried by that, but still wants to maybe develop him. So he sees Cam as, right, well, we've got a guy that can do the basics. He's not going to be required to throw big and deep. And he's going to cost us almost nothing. And like we get Cam Newton. It, it works well for the brand for New England. It works well for... Uh, what's going on at the moment in the US, I would say, although I don't think that's necessarily come into their selection of bringing him in, um, the kind of social issue side of it. But I think it does work for Belichick in a real short window of, okay, Stidham's not going to be ready yet. We'll just bring in Cam, we'll use him, and then once we're done with him, out he goes. Do you think that it was a... Do you think that this had, they'd been watching him since he became a free agent, or do you think it was just when the value was driven down to... Yeah, you know, seven that's why I think. Because I think it was a value move rather than necessarily panic. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like a coach that's going to panic and and not go with Stidham. He just saw the values, just like, well, why wouldn't I pull the trigger on seven and a half million for a former MVP? But it's well, also it's not seven and a half million as a base salary. I think it's like one million base salary and then six and a half million incentives, and that yeah. means yeah. he has to be the MVP. He has to win the Super Bowl. They have to win the division. Yeah. They have to yeah. not lose a game. So he's not getting all that money anyway. So from a value point of view, it's fantastic. It's for incredible. The I know. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible the value. I mean, when you when you started looking, God, we're going to get onto talking about Colin Kaepernick later. But when I was looking down the depth chart for every NFL team, you just look at their. Even if Cam was, um, even if if Cam was a, a backup, um, he'd be the best Sidham backup still in the league. Started, yeah, he'd be <laughs> the best backup in the league, or or there or thereabouts, top three. You know, so it's like. Well, who's it's who's a better a no, backup? It's just a no brainer. It's just a no brainer, isn't it? Who would be a better backup than Cam? That's a question, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it depends if you see Nick Foles as a backup. He's going to be starting. Yeah. Um, it does seem like So Trubisky is the backup there, and he is not that great. Yeah, who else have we Who else have we got? Mm. It's slim pickings. No. It is no, slim pickings. He, he, he is the best, yeah. I mean, by if you think of the, way, you think the Dolphins... Well, he's, a, he's a former MVP. He's a guy yeah. that's taken a team to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. I mean, if he's went 15 and 1 in that season as well. Yeah, if, if he's, he's healthy, he's going to be. Um, you know, there's no reason to think that he can't do similar things. But that is a big if, isn't it? I mean, I, d- I definitely don't well, think. Don't going back to what you were saying, Dave, that it's a panic buy necessarily. What I think it is is Belichick knows that Stidham isn't going to be ready, and the off season hasn't helped that at all. And so he feels that if he can get oh, someone yeah. like yeah, Cam yeah. Newton in for pennies, really, I mean, it's yeah. as it's as cheap as their fine that they've been given on the same day for the uh, whole Spygate with the Bengals, which I thought was quite kind of interesting. I mean, it may turn out that in a few months' time, we're talking about this as the best value free agent signing ever. Could be. It could I mean, that's bold. Like, it could be that's that. really bold to say that. Why is, is it, it that bold? Why is it that bold? That money for a... He's got such a huge ceiling... Yeah, that's like, true. I mean, I it just in terms of the value. I'm not saying the best free agent signing ever. Oh, okay. I'm Sorry. saying yeah, I'm yeah. saying the value. You know, like pound for pound kind of thing. Yeah, reward for the bang for the buck sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what true. if he takes him? What if he takes him to a Super Bowl? Then it could arguably be the best <laughs> what free agent. If he plays Brady oh in the Super Bowl God. and beats him, how good would that be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the upside the for biggest, New England, like middle finger ever from Belichick I guess to Brady. That, that would. That I did it fun. without I mean, you. I'd rather not see Tom Brady or Cam Newton in a Super Bowl, to be honest. <laughs> well, I don't think yeah. I don't think it would be a middle finger to Brady as much. If they had more, if they had success with Stidham, I think that would be more of an fu to Brady compared to 
Because, hang on, if, if Tom Brady's getting to another Super Bowl, it doesn't matter whether he loses in the Super Bowl or not, guys. Like, that's, that's not no, 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 no. going to be if, like if a, England, a, a, a black mark on his record. It would if be, because if, uh, if his win-loss no. ratio goes down further, <laughs> Montana no beats way. it. No way. No, you're crazy. You've, you've gone off the tracks here. That's, you, you're looking at this wrong. No, but it's... Uh, I don't know Belichick. if we are. I think maybe you're looking at it wrong, Dave. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You take a step back. For, for Belichick, I'm sitting it's, down. How can I take a step it's a back? good middle finger. <laughs> because <laughs> he gets... He, he kind of gets another MVP quarterback coming in. But I don't think it's as big a middle finger as if he had success with Stidham. Because Stidham would be a case Garoppolo of... Look, would have been the real finger. But it's, it would just be a case with Jarrett Stidham if they had success this year that it's, hey, it's my it system, system, it's not yeah, Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah, but yeah. if Cam's running the show, then it's more, well, we've got another elite quarterback in there because people can still slap that elite mark on Cam Newton. Cam, yeah, it's true. It's just how careful they are. I'm fascinated to see how the playbook's going to look. How are they going to develop? I mean, it's, you know, everybody always talks about the system. You just mentioned it there. But surely you have to adapt the system a bit to his strengths. You would. He's not, you know, he is a, he's, when he's on form, I mean, we're going back a few years and played well in the last few few years. There's a reason why he's a free agent, but he was a good short and mid-range passer at a certain point. And if he could do that again, then they don't have to adapt that part of the system. But the running side of things... You know, Tom Brady's like, you know, he'll get a first down like once in a blue moon the game or something. He'll yeah, back, like, snake it for you. <laughs> yeah, but it is that is a big shift for their offense, isn't it? You know, we're talking about twenty years effectively of Brady. Like, you know that that is a huge change for them. So it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how they adapt things for him if they do adapt things for him, and. I don't know. Maybe they're going to get excited. I mean, it might be like a chance. If you've had the same quarterback for that long, you know, for Josh McDaniels and for Belichick, it could be really exciting for them. It might yeah. give them a new kind of energy to be like, oh, well, we can actually change this playbook and we can do some new things. What, <laughs> Belichick's going to have some energy in a press conference rather than just... <laughs> All right, uh, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying press conference. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're are you excited about, in that one? Are you excited about Cam Newton, Bill? Uh, he's a he's a good player. We've been able to Just bring him player, in for yeah. uh, for good value, and uh, yeah, he's he's come yeah. in here to do a job, and he's going to do his job. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but what you've got in New England is you do have an ability to protect a quarterback. One thing that Tom Brady hasn't taken too often is you know hefty seasons yep. of sacks, which works great for a guy that can't stay healthy in the last couple of seasons. You've got a pretty solid run game anyway. So you yeah. then if you add a slightly more mobile quarterback and bullish quarterback in there, that works very nicely indeed. What is is he six seven? Six six, I think. Six yeah, six. He's huge, Cam Newton. It's a physical six, presence. Six six two fifty maybe. Yeah. Um Dave, I, I, no, that I'd, one, Dave. Yeah, I'd leave the weight to Dave. What are we what are we talking Dave? What are you saying, Cam Dave? Oh, I've cheated. I can't I can't lie. I've oh. already looked it up. <laughs> saying two is it's saying 245 here. I thought he'd maybe tick over 250, but... Uh, I thought 250 on the nose, so it's not yeah, far right. off. So, no, that's, that's pretty good. He was on the couch means. last year, so he may be 250 now, maybe a bit no, more have you seen? Have you seen the workout yeah, videos he had? He no, looks jacked. Really? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he looks right. really ripped. And he, the thing as well is that they, would do, they had a video of him doing... Of course, he had a shoulder injury, didn't he? He had him, I think, doing one-arm press-ups on the injured shoulder and reaching out to the side or doing something ridiculous and doing all kinds of stuff on Swiss balls just to show that his shoulder's totally fine. Getting getting that steroid juice that he's been pumping into himself over these well, workouts. Well, I mean, <laughs> we could easily argue or question if that's rife in the NFL generally anyway. Yeah, um, I'll save that for the steroid podcast next yeah, off-season. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but just to, just to temper things, I mean, we are, you know, you can get really excited about these things. They always look good on paper, but you know when they actually when the games start playing like are we you know we haven't seen Cam Newton be really good in a long time like he was he was the MVP in 2015 he's made three pro bowls but those were all at the start of his career he hasn't made a pro bowl in 5 years mm-hmm. he had he's been injured the last 2 years i mean 
you know, is it a kind of like when OBJ went to the Browns and it was like, wow, like that's going to be, you know, it's kind of like they've won the off season, but then it's like, okay. Baker Mayfield's throwing to you. He's not very here? good. Shock. Yeah, but it's Bill Belichick. Well, yeah. I it's mean, put, so that's the difference maker. Isn't yeah, it? it's in Belichick we trust, isn't it? Yeah. As I say, he's he's been able to, you know, they firmly believe that they were going to be able to calm down Antonio Brown and, and things like that. You know, they believe in the, um, what do they Their call way, it? Uh, the, like, the ethic that they have in New England. The ethos, maybe. Ethos, yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing with it, Ollie, like you said, is that look at Randy Moss. Randy Moss was a bit of a, a want-away diva before he went to the Patriots and no. he had his best really? season ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly, see? And that's the thing. If you have the players that are all me, 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 team doesn't matter, and they go somewhere where the culture is as it is, and you manage to instill the culture into an absolute superstar, they will be able to shine in any system you have because they realise that, well, actually, winning's more fun than me getting personal achievements. Because mm. at the end of the day, if I rush for a 1,000 yards, say you can, Newton, and you throw for 4,000, great. At the end of the year, no one's going to remember that because you didn't win a ring. And Cam still gets to be the the main face in that offense. I mean, there's nobody yeah. that you... like Aside from Julian Edelman, there's nobody really in that offense. Now, you know, there's no Gronk, there's no Brady, there's no studly running back. You know, Sonny Michelle and James White are both fine. I, I like both of them as players. Don't forget Burkhead. Rex Burkhead as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's, but none of them you would say is like a face of a franchise. So Cam still gets to go even for one year and be the face pretty much of the New England Patriots right now, especially on that offense. So Cam still gets his ego boost. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Rub his belly a little bit. You know, he's feeling all good. But then he also, if he can buckle down with Belichick and Kraft, who firmly believe that they can do that. Look at, you know, Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown. They, they had Randy Moss. I know I'm picking out wide receivers at the moment. Corey Dillon who was obviously at the Bengals for a number of years and was a... Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco as well. I yep. mean, they have, they've taken some of the biggest personalities and taken risks on them, and some have paid off and some haven't. But the, the point is they believe that people that come in, as long as they're willing to change their ethos slightly and go with the Patriot way, it, it's going to lead to success. And so if they get success out of somebody like Cam Newton, it will only be a positive which is so bad for everybody else in this league <laughs> it is, especially it is the AFC East yeah. I mean you think of the Dolphins the Bills and the Jets know, you're thinking yeah. oh this is going to be great the Pats are probably not yeah. going to do much this year we've got yeah. a chance it's all open up in the air then Cam comes on and you think oh, this is a bit a bit deja vu isn't it yeah if he's if he's if he stays healthy then you know you would have thought that Belichick and McDaniels can get the most out of him and he's a diva but he also i've never seen any of his players come out and slam it for the panthers yeah, yeah. yeah none of them and you know um ron rivera loves him um so you know it's kind of a lot of that's just like image and interaction with the press and stuff i don't think it translates to a team environment they always seem to love him yeah all the fans loved him so i don't know i think he's going to kind of get embraced in new england like I think they're going to be pretty happy. Why didn't Ron Rivera take a punt if he could get Cam Newton for that little amount of money, though? If Ron Rivera really loves Cam Newton, and he's only got Dwayne Haskins, who is not. Yeah. I mean, there are a number of teams that you can say it about, but in particular, Ron Rivera kind of coming out straight away and saying, oh, what a great move for New England. Oh, Cam Newton is such a great guy. It's like, fine, that's good. But Cam Newton is a definite improvement on your quarterback situation in Washington. And if you like him so much and you can get him for that cheap, unless maybe the Patriots can get him for that cheap because they're the New England Patriots and Cam sees it as, well, if I buy into their system, that's a great chance to be in the playoffs. Whereas Cam going to Washington could potentially flounder and so he'd want more money to be there. But yeah, it may have been absolutely the case. So they may have reached out. It would be surprising given the power that Rivera is going to have at Washington and this, their situation at quarterback, it'd be surprising if they hadn't reached out. Well, apparently it was only them but and Cleveland that spoke to Cam. It was only New England and Cleveland that spoke. Cleveland made a call and never made an offer, and the only offer was New England. Yeah. Which I is, mean, I suppose that there's there's so much value there. You know, we were talking earlier about him being, you know, as if he was a backup anywhere in the league, he'd be the best backup. But he obviously didn't want to be a backup anywhere. So that actually does, when you take that out of the equation, there's not that many teams 
that have been looking this off-season, which is why he's gone so cheaply. You know, if we'd gone back a few years, then he would have got paid twenty million or something. Yeah, sure. Also, also, easy. if it's the Browns, the other other team, you've got Mayfield there, who's entrenched as a starter, and they've got a lot of stock in him. If you bring someone in like Cam Newton to Case be a backup, Case Keenum's good. Case Keenum's a good backup as well. Yeah, so. I, I like Case Keenum so, much yeah. better than Kirk Cousins. Um, but if you have Cam Newton in the room with Baker Mayfield, the pressure that Mayfield's going to be under is going to be far too much. And that might lead him to then become a bust, and then you go with Cam while well, you sign oh, Cam, yeah. so you have to go I'm with surprised so you have to, looking. Yeah, so I'm you have to look at the situation he's going to yeah. be signed to. If he's going to be signed to a yeah. situation where he's going to Indianapolis and backing up Philip Rivers, of course he wouldn't do that because Brissett's, Brissett's there. But say he was going there, you say, well, he's going to be on the bench for a year, might come in and start some games because Phil might go down, he might not play very well. But if you've got a rookie or a, a high draft pick that's only a few years into their contracts, you're not going to be taking a risk on that because it's just too yeah. much of a... Not an atomic bomb is the wrong way of saying it, but it's really putting the cat amongst the pigeons. You don't really want that if you want to try and nurture a talent. So if yeah. I'm I'm looking at the NFL right now, teams that probably should have taken a punt on Cam Newton, Jacksonville Jaguars, because Garner Minshew is a guy that is trying to be a mobile quarterback that can still throw from the pocket, a lot of what Cam Newton does. Minshew didn't look like the complete article last year, but played well. So... If you put Cam in there, you A, you get a battle for the starting job. B, Minshew would probably understand to an extent if Cam Newton beat him out for that job that you go with Cam Newton because he's a twenty-eight, uh, a former MVP. But you can also get Cam on the cheap. Minshew can learn. I mean, if, if the NFL has taught us anything with the success of somebody like Aaron Rodgers is that developing a young quarterback can be a great way to go. Same with Washington. In, in Haskins, and I know they've got Keenum as well, but if you can pick him up for cheap, then fine, that's great. I mean, there are teams out there that don't have a great starting quarterback and a young quarterback that could do with perhaps sitting out a year and learning and relearning a bit. And if you can learn from somebody like Cam Newton, that's a, that's a good position for a franchise to put themselves in. Yeah. Well, it's going to be... I think all that's true, and it's going to be interesting to see... If he is successful at New England, then what's going to happen next year? Because I don't know if New England are going to want to pay him what he would want. Money. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll be in a Bengals him. uniform next year once Joe Burrow has like a rough season because he hasn't had a chance <laughs> to embed with a team. I mean, that's the other thing. Or it's a terrible offensive line to a yeah, to a Taviolo. I mean, it, it's awful for these to a Tangaviolo. Tagliatelli, yep. Tangavailoa. Just say Tua. Everyone knows you say Tua, everyone knows what you mean. I mean, Tua would be a great person to learn from Cam. Yeah, but Fitzmagic is there. Yeah, he's got Fitz. You'd learn from Fitzmagic. I mean, I suppose Fitzmagic has a better attitude from what we've seen. Obviously, I don't know either Cam Newton or Brian Fitzpatrick personally. But well, he's shock. not trying to win a job, is he? He's just he's just happy to be like, there. Yeah, his last couple of years. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitzpatrick will start the season. I almost guarantee yeah. that. And the fact that he's been on so he many should. teams means that he's got an insight into loads of different coaching styles and systems. And he's probably one of the best people to learn from because yeah. of how yeah. much he's journeyed. What about? So yeah. I actually and really rate that. What about? And the he said he said publicly that he is happy to coach tour. Basically, like he's yeah. not. Yeah. He's not going to get weird about it. Yeah. What about the New York Giants? The swagger in the backfield of Saquon Barkley and Cam Newton would be, yeah, that would be scary, really beneficial. Yeah. And Cam yeah. gets to be in New York. I mean, how much would Cam relish being in New York? Or go to the Rams and remove Jared Goff. That'd be good for him too. But they're, they're locked in on Daniel Jones though. And Daniel Jones, you know, we saw a little bit last year. Yeah, he's a buster. You know, there's no reason for them to... Well, he started well. <laughs> Cam Newton no is better than Daniel like... Jones. Well, time will tell on that one. He's we had one season, know. hasn't he, Danny thing. Dimes? We don't know. You don't yeah, get a nickname like Danny Dimes unless you're throwing dimes as well. If, so. Right, how differently, Ollie, would we be seeing this if he, Cam, had gone to one of those teams rather than New England? Because New England have got this pedigree, they've got the coaching staff, they've got the system, they've got a great defence. Like, if he had gone to the Redskins, would we be excited about Cam Newton? I wouldn't be. Nope. Because I've, I've, I've seen the Falcons beat him loads over the last like five years and i've watched him twice a year 
and he's not been great for probably three years, I'd say. The injuries have been a so, like, factor in that, of course. Injuries have been a factor, but even when he's been playing, it hasn't been... He's had one winning season since the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, form, think th- so. I think going back go. to that, though, looking at the New England skill position talent, running back-wise, of course, he's not got a McCaffrey, but he's got a, a stable of running backs that can can make plays and do something on the ground. He, I can't, off the top of my head, think of a time when he's really had an out-and-out number one receiver, apart from when he had Steve Smith. I think that Edelman might be the best receiver he's had outside of Steve Smith. And Steve Smith left the Panthers in, what, 2014, maybe? Yeah, and then they, they were banking on Funches and, and Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. And Kelvin Benjamin that yeah. did nothing, unfortunately. He had lots of potential. He was a big body receiver, wasn't he, Kelvin Benjamin? Yeah, his but, his basic his safest pair of hands has been Greg Olson. Yeah, which is good because Greg Olson's a very good tight end and he's a very good receiver as a receiving tight end. But he hasn't had a... A move the change, shake a man like an Edelman is. Julian Edelman isn't a true number one receiver for me. No, he's though. not. Even but he's, though he's, you know, one of the best of his generation for what he's achieved, he's not. He's a chain mover. Anto- yeah, he's not an Antonio Brown. He's not an AJ Green. He's, he's Julio not, Jones, uh, Julio Devontae Jones, Adams, you know, DeAndre yeah, Hopkins, them, Larry you know, Fitzgerald. There's a, there's, yeah, there's a, like a top. There's a top eight or something, um, and and he's outside of that. He's the best. Number two receiver, yeah, he's, or like if they had a, a I guess best slot, slot receiver, slot guy. Yeah, yeah, best slot. Yeah. So that's what, but that's what he's there to do. He's there to move the chains. So you need to, I know, but I'm saying six yards, he... he'll get you six yards. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we uh, see what Richard Sherman has to say about Cam's new deal? Because he was very invested with that on social media. I hated that as much as I dislike in. Uh, Pete Carroll coming out and talking nonsense. That's the thing. Like, it's another person Richard that you Sherman. like and respect. Like Richard Sherman. I know. I love great. him as well. Oh, I'm so sick of that. It was just. It was the use of the word disgusting that really got me. That if he'd if he'd left off that word, then you know it could have been like, oh, that's kind of what Sherman does. But I think he's got a point. Disgusting. I think he's got a point. To pay. Oh. I think that it's the right thing to pick up Cam Newton for that money. I think Cam needs the Pats more than the Pats need Cam right now. Because the Pats could tank, try and get Trevor Lawrence next year, then build around him. Or they could have rolled the dice with Stidham. Cam needs the Patriots more. And the reason why he would have signed for what he signed for is, one, because probably no one else was calling, like we said. But also, this is going to be the best shop window for him. He's going to be in a system that will be not tailored to him, but will have a chance to make him look better. Not than he is, but make him perform as well as he can. If he can parlay that, into a big free agent deal the year after when there isn't a Brady available, there isn't a Philip Rivers, there isn't all yeah, the yeah, other yeah. quarterbacks available, he'll yeah. be the big fish in that smaller pond and then he'll get the massive mega money extension but you're he wants. Saying that you're saying that Sherman's wrong then, aren't you? Not to to right. a point, but I also agree with what he's saying, that to have an MVP that was only five years removed from an MVP season at quarterback who... Yeah hasn't played brilliantly the last two years sure but he's also been injured there's no reason why he won't be a star in the league and it may be that as you said before Dave he might be the best most kind of sorry the best value free agent pickup of all time based on that so I don't think I think that it's not disgusting is the wrong word I wouldn't use disgusting that Sherman used but I agree that he's definitely grossly underpaid for the skills and the talent that he has but he has to go out and prove it and the Pats is the best place for him to prove it Except for the fact that he's also, he's underpaid, but it's the only payment that was offered to him. It was that or nothing. And if he and if Cam wanted to risk it, he could have have declined the offer and waited until somebody got hurt because somebody always gets hurt. But that's maybe Um, what he was going to do. Sherman, but Sherman is like missing out all of these things that you've just mentioned, and the fact that it's a year where it's we've got this pandemic, which is completely unprecedented. I didn't know about that. (laughs) <laughs> it's the new normal Joe. I oh. hate that I hate that word those words <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it's I the know. new normal no no it's different until it's oh, back God. to normal it's keep, not the new normal saying that. people keep saying that at work and it's like you just want to slap them right yeah it's not great oh um, new normal and, my, oh, fuck's sake. so oh, sorry I derailed you on that thought. one but I'm just there's what I'm saying is that there's all of these reasons why Cam Newton has got he's got unlucky that he isn't going to get paid 20 plus million 
for next year. He's got unlucky. There's loads of reasons why. Suddenly we've got all of these rookie QBs that have come into the league in the last year, two years, um, and they don't want to unsettle them so that so they're not doing that. We've still got players like somehow like Rivers and Tom Brady last year. We've got a global pandemic. Like yeah. there's there's loads of reasons. It's unlucky. It's not disgusting. Like he is that tweet was suggesting that there was either some kind of conspiracy to not pay Cam Newton or that like the the NFL teams are like collectively I don't know, like lost their mind or like there's a huge problem with paying QBs. QBs are like some of the best paid people in sports. Like I He's he's just losing. Like I don't know. I just uh, I just think it's this su- such a dumb thing to put out there. Think like, the suggestion of it is just is just really pissed yeah. And I I completely see you coming from completely. I do agree with a lot of those points. I just think that he has a little bit of a point with what he was saying in terms of Cam has been underpaid. But yeah, like leave said, out the word disgusting and yeah, and I wouldn't, no, that's, so I, I wouldn't say disgusting. It. I'd say that it's underpayment. But you I think phrase, that it, you could phrase from, that tweet in a whole better way of being like, "Damn, New England just got an MVP yeah, for chump this is change crazy. or something yeah. like that." And like, someone who went to Stanford couldn't do it properly, could he? Yeah, like know, hashtag yeah. go get it, Cam, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I kind of like that Cam's backed himself in this sense. Like, he's taken such a small amount of money because he backs yeah, himself well, to then turn yeah. this into a big yep. money opportunity for him. Which I, yeah, I rate rather yeah. than somebody being I do, sat I do there. respect it. Yeah. And and exactly what Jazz said about he couldn't have gone to a better you know a better him situation. compared him at New England for a year, his stock potential compared to him going to the Redskins. Like he would have to play like twenty fifteen Cam at the Redskins to pull them to bloody eight and eight or whatever, right? Yep. But if he even plays at like I don't know, 70% of um, what he used to be able to play at at New England. I mean, that's a Super Bowl team. Maybe. I mean, what what's the... So we're going to get on to talking about... Well, I guess we could slip into it. Um, talking about Antonio Brown... Is is the door still slightly open for him to go back to New England? Uh, that... I doubt it. I think that he wanted to go to Tom Brady's team. I think he wanted to go to the Bucks, and Arians came out and just said no. I, th- I think that was quite a while Receiver ago. anyway. No, I know that's the thing. But even if they even if they did need a receiver, Arians said that he didn't want him okay. because Arians has so... coached him before into the Steelers, and he knows what sort of personality he is. I imagine the Belichick bridge is one that's very difficult to rebuild once it's been burnt as well. And Robert Kraft, come on, yeah. You can't you can't have a go at Robert Kraft and say it's yeah, fine get... for me to be accused of this, but you go and and um, frequent Thai massage parlors which have illegal slaves in them. You can't say. Did that. he say that? I'm pretty sure yeah. he said something along those lines. He called, oh, right, he called okay. them out for that thing. Well, that's, that's. I don't like, know if those are the exact words. And then some, isn't it? That's pouring like that's, jet fuel yeah. on that shit. Yeah, okay. that's all what right. that is. There's no way he's going back so to the Steelers. So that's done. That's yeah. done. All right. He's okay. also not going to go back to the Steelers. He's not going to go back to the Raiders. Yep. So suddenly there's four teams out the league that don't want him. And the, I'm pretty sure that people around the league see the Steelers and the Pats as quite stable and quite sound franchises. So if they're not willing to take him, there's probably a good reason for it. And also, if you look at what he did to the Raiders, and Raiders, the Raiders are a team that always like to take a troubled player, much like the Bengals do. Maybe the Bengals is where the Browns going to go. Oh, God. Antonio Brown's going to go to the Bengals. That's where he's going to go. Poor Joe Burrow having to deal with Antonio Brown. Just give uh, me the ball. Imagine that the as a, but imagine that as three receivers if you had Antonio Brown, AJ Green, and Tyler Boyd. Yeah. I mean, that's smart. You wouldn't need nice. an offensive line. You just have one of them doing a slant and two of them going long and. Tyler Eifert in a wheelchair at the five yard line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would what would Green make of him? Like, because he seems like a <laughs> professional. Like, he doesn't. You don't hear any. Unless I'm wrong, I haven't like since I've been following football. I don't really hear. Like, he's not a diva. He's more of a Julio Jones. Get your head down. I think it's hard for him to guy. make diva waves anyway because he's in he's Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> nobody would listen like he's like he's wearing like flamboyant outfits and stuff and nobody's at the press he's, he's been turning up in gone. more vibrant uniforms than cam every single week but everyone's like oh yeah welcome to cincinnati, no in cincinnati. do you know that uh, the bengals oh, are the only so team mean. i think the only team in the nfl that haven't got an indoor practice facility really yep and cincinnati uh, gets cold in winter i rate that 
What? Why Ohio you, why University you must have like. Yeah, like they, don't, they, they can't use that. I'm just, no, I know, also, that's I'm just in saying, Columbus, like, isn't it? Ohio State's in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. I'm just saying that like Ohio would have like probably an amazing indoor facility, and they're like, you know, and their NFL team. Yeah. Doesn't. Well, you know one. who else probably has a really good indoor facility? The Browns. Also in Ohio. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but incredible. like, I, I don't mind that. I like that. A bit rough That's around the edges. Yeah. I, mean, I think you'd mind it if you're an NFL player having to run around in the in snow December. or the rain. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but as, just... a, as a fan who doesn't have to do that, I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always look in, can't we? I'm so not... I'm just having a look at other teams, guys, That Antonio Brown. So I... The Jets have a terrible wide receiver room. Yeah, but Texan, I wouldn't want Texans put... could use Texans could use help, but I can't imagine Bill O'Brien. He's not picking could... up Brown after well, he said Hopkins, who seems like say... a very understated nice dude, <laughs> yeah. is like yeah. Aaron Hernandez. You he'd be in... That would be so funny. He'd though, basically if he did be that. signing Ted if... Bundy as opposed to Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. It's not what you need. <laughs> If you got rid of your your hall of your last hall of fame receiver for personality reasons, and then you get you get a new hall of fame receiver in who is legit a crazy person <laughs> and like probably going to call you a cracker, crazy, snarling, crazy man. Yeah. Okay. Right. So not the Texans. Then we'll move on. That one's out. <laughs> I don't know why uh, you even said Jags that. Jags have got a lot of Jags have got a fair amount of cap room, and they've got nothing going on. They got a lot of young room. wide receivers, haven't they? I mean, the Jags have just had this young, rotation for the last. Yeah three or four years of just young quick speedy receivers uh, who stick around for maybe their first three years and then either drop off or end up somewhere else like Alan Robinson so or what's his face Alan Hearns who did nothing after he left Mm. I've got it I know where he should go Dolphins they've got Devontae Parker okay good Alan Hearns who hasn't done anything since I don't know 2016 or something and that's it wasn't it in Miami where he's been accused of all these cases though (laughs) <laughs> so he can't go back to so the I don't state. think Miami's really going to like him <laughs> so that counts out out any team that's playing Miami this year as well yeah, probably he gets off the plane and they just they've got the hang not you go on turn around that's so funny he's like wearing he wears like a little moustache or something <laughs> no he's going to be wearing a mask they're all going to be wearing masks anyway the COVID mask it's going to be the best thing on the sideline for head coaches because they don't have to hide behind the play call card anymore. They can Are just they have the play, COVID mask. play in masks too? No, no, when they get off the coach, though, I mean. When Antonio oh, Brown okay. gets off I the coach. on the field. And have, no, no, not on the field. Jeez. That's that would be hilarious. But, doing doing yeah. work with a mask on all day is not fun. And running around as they do would be akin to suicide, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that would be, uh, that'd be foolish. But I think head coaches will benefit from it because they won't have to lift up the play card anymore. They'll have their mask over their mouth there'll be no lip reading of the next play coming up anyway it's great that's true um look antonio brown is going to be linked with philadelphia before the season (laughs) begins yeah you play miami this year that's the other one you've got you've got the fourth amount fourth most amount of cap room you've got a wide receiver room that is lacking very questionable you've got Um, a quarterback that loves the medical tent yeah so, Look, every, you're everybody just piling in on. Phil- that hasn't got anything to do with it. <laughs> everybody in Philadelphia loves the medical. I'm okay about it. Just, I'll pile on whenever just, I want. <laughs> you just couldn't wait to say that. You're like, oh, these are your other problems, by the way. <laughs> We've got vodka shots and edible gummy bears in that medical tent, man. Everybody's queuing up at Philadelphia to get in there. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, how hot are your um, your female uh, physios that they're all just playing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, totally off topic, by the way. Sorry to interject. Have you guys watched the uh, the Netflix documentary Athlete A? No. It's about no, the, Kate. Kate wants to watch that. It's about the sexual abuse savage. scandal with the gymnast. It's it is awful. This this the doc. I'm going to spoil it for you. I won't spoil it for you. I'm going to leave it, and then we can talk about it when you watch it. Okay. But you should watch it. It is pretty disgusting no it's not okay. pretty disgusting it is vile it is absolutely so I, vile so I made a, a joke about a hot female employee and Jazz took us to a really dark place okay yeah, yeah. thanks pal well I did <laughs> tell you it was off topic I didn't say it was directly linked yeah way to bring the tone down mass rape I mean 
Talking of awkward things, <laughs> I really don't want Antonio Brown in Philadelphia. I really don't. Yeah. So you didn't answer my question on it. Is he playing, are you playing Miami yeah. this year? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head the full schedule. I don't think we are. Good, that's such a good theory. If you're not, then yeah, I don't he's definitely signing. He's there. The thing you have with Antonio Brown is that because it's a civil case versus a, a kind of a criminal case, from what I understand, he's not going to be going to prison, which is great. But then the trouble you have is whether or not Rog will wave <laughs> his judge, jury, executioner hat so, at everyone and decide to make him have a massive suspension. So we have Miami in the preseason, so we just need to hold off signing him <laughs> until one, That's it. until one. that preseason game is done, and then after that, it's fine. Also, if you don't sign him before anyway. week one, I'm pretty sure he doesn't get any kind of roster signing bonus, so it's probably cheaper. Yeah, I mean he'll probably be free. So, <laughs> uh, so I reckon yeah, Eagles or Dolphins for me well, make the most sense. Well, he and Josh Gordon were both the two linked around. Seattle kind of this last week or so well Colin Kaepernick was talked about around Seattle as well uh, but in terms of the two wide receivers who would you rather bring into your NFL franchise Josh Gordon Antonio or Antonio Brown. Brown yeah because at least you're going to get production if you look at Josh Gordon's last few years since he had the breakout year he's done not done very much unfortunately he's got all the talent and all the tools but he either because yep. he had the big suspension he's lost all the sharpness he ever had and he has not going to be able to regain it he has been suspended six times Josh all for the same thing as well <laughs> so you wonder if maybe he should have thought about what he was doing a bit more granted what he was doing is now legal in many states and made legal in the NFL so it makes you wonder if his suspension obviously at the time you can't look back and say his suspension was wrong but mm. given if you look at it now if you retrospectively judge it which of course we're all doing these days of everything it looks a bit foolish well, he didn't do anything when he was playing in New England or Seattle last year. I almost forgot that he was even in Seattle for like five weeks. Yeah, he didn't really year. do much, did he? He had a couple of plays in New England, I remember, but nothing. Well, for new, I think it I was, was more you were looking at Josh Gordon in New England because when they signed yeah. him, it was like, oh, Josh Gordon's in New England. They need this sort of athlete at receiver to take the pressure off Edelman. And then it was like, oh, he made a catch. Oh, okay, now he's gone into the ether all right fair enough so yeah so for new england he had 17 games he started 17 games over two seasons 60 receptions 1007 yards and four touchdowns the reason why i don't remember him in seattle is because he played five games started one had seven receptions for 139 yards zero mm. touchdowns and then was suspended at the end of last year yeah so that's why i don't remember him being there but if you look back at his his best year, of course, was 2013. He played 14 games. 2013. So long it's ago. So long ago, but that season is pretty special. It's 14 games he played, 1646 yards, nine, uh, where is it? Touchdowns, nine touchdowns, 87 receptions. I'm not really sure why you take a punt with either of these two at this well, point. With, with, with well, Brown, I'm you take a punt Brown, because he's very, very you know, good you, and he's extremely talented. Yeah, you only have to look back two years and you see those kind of numbers. So, But he, as you said, he is legit crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the thing is now that because he's gone, he's gone through two teams, well, three teams with his craziness. Um, well, with, with, the, the, with the Steelers, two, it wasn't craziness. He just he it, just said no, he didn't want to play there right, okay, That's so, slightly so, different. So the looks, so he's gone through the last. He's gone through two teams. We've seen like this clusterfuck over the last twelve months with him. Great word. But um, if you're if you're a team signing him now, you kind of you know all that stuff at least, and like you'll make his contract so it's not like there's very little guaranteed. And I just don't think it would be. And people in the locker room, I think, it, I don't know if it would unsettle everything because they kind of know they'd be like this guy's. Crazy. Well, we've just seen like, Cam Newton potentially I don't know. I think be. You could kind of get away with it. We've just seen Cam Newton potentially be, not blackballed, but you know, a lot of the talk around why teams weren't that interested in Cam was because he could unsettle a locker room because he wants to compete for a starting job, and he couldn't get in the NFL except at the lowest price. So, if you're going by that logic, no way you should let Antonio Brown in any locker room because. Surely no, no, he's no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. You, you've, you've conflated the two because Cam, Cam Newton competing for a starting job is a separate issue for him being disruptive in a locker room because of his personality. We were just saying before that his 
teammates have always spoken, spoken highly of him. really highly of no, him. No, no, but that and is coaches. going to unsettle a locker thing. room, though. But it's a different thing. Antonio Brown is going to unsettle a locker room, not by his play, but by, you know, potentially, like... The off-the-field antics. The thing you have the with... Off-the-field the off-the-field antics and taking taking stuff away from just the team doing its job by doing crazy press conferences and, I don't know, maybe getting arrested on the side or whatever's going to happen. So is that worse um, or better? Well, it's so better than what? I don't know. Then, well, you... like Cam unsettles a locker room because he comes in and he wants to compete and be the number one and start. Antonio but Brown a, disrupts. But that's a, str- that's a strategic reason why teams didn't want to bring him in behind, like... A young um, quarterback like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's different. That's a that's an organisational decision rather than, like... It doesn't really have anything to do with the locker room itself. It's just the organisation saying, we don't want... To unsettle our... I know, the same. but I'm thing. just. But which is worse then? Because Antonio Brown will still unsettle a locker room in a different way. Is that better? Because that won't actually impede what happens on the field as much, unless he obviously ends up in cuffs or something like that and then can't play because he's sat in a cell so, or anything like that. So, I mean, my thinking on that one is that if you look at what happened prior to him joining New England. That was the craziest stuff, the mm. the stuff with the helmet, the fr- the frozen feet, the having filming a fight with calls. Mike Mayock, yeah. filming the call, asking to just be set free, and that Instagram oh post of gosh, jumping into the yeah. pool, I'm free. I, that was the that craziest so stuff, crazy. right? The Patriots still signed him. The only reason the Patriots got rid of him was because of all the stuff that came out after they signed him. If that stuff had come out prior to them signing him, I still think they would have signed him. And they said, we're aware of all the problems. We're signing them anyway. Well, that's why I was talking about him going back to New England, because I don't think they have any moral problem with signing. And then there's the... But obviously, obviously the, he said what he's yeah, done Yeah, the cry. He did come back craft. and say sorry about it. I didn't know, but, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, he... he, so he, that, he that seems like a nail in his cuff. But if he yeah. hadn't have said that, I think they probably would have explored they picking it. him up again. That's Antonio Especially for Brown's low, last low 12 cost. months. Of if you hadn't just done that, you'd have probably been okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any other business? Uh, is the season going to start on time? <laughs> I mean, who the Hall of Fame I mean, game was cancelled. So this whole yeah, new normal knows, thing. It's just. Who knows what's going to happen? I I, it's just yeah. wait and see, isn't it? Well, when you see when you see Texas as they came out of lockdown and they and they've kind of gone back in because they were they're one of the released, more yeah they're one of the more kind of well that's where they were going to put Californian teams um, if they if California wasn't open by the time the season starts to make sure they get yeah. fans in the stadium so we're like oh we'll yeah. send San Fran down to Dallas and things like that aren't they? Can you tell me about? It? Uh, in basketball, aren't they doing some insane thing where they're playing? Disneyland. They're putting the them all in Disneyland like in one facility. Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, and there's there's a wonderful so, discussion on a podcast I was listening to about to how the, the NBA players are going to need women flown into Disneyland because once you go in, you're not allowed <laughs> you out. Can't leave. But yeah, all can't these leave. NBA players are used to like having their fun on the road and things like that, and like side chicks in every single city. Oh and so, <laughs> so they were saying like Drake apparently is going to be going into the bubble to oh, be course, with yes. all the NBA yeah. players sure. and stuff. And it's like Drake's job is to bring in with him loads of women and loads of birth control, <laughs> and that's his new job for the NBA. Well, that that just speaks <laughs> volumes, doesn't it? Which that's just just terrible. Yeah. So the other thing that's stupid about that wow. is that these NBA players are going to have to stay in their own hotel and be in their own bubble, but Disneyland as a park is going to be open to the general public. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah. Pretty oh. sure that's the case. Jeez. So maybe they're going to change their mind on it? I don't think don't so. I would exactly imagine that the NBA is paying them more than enough to shut down Disney if they're... Don't think so. We'll see. I hadn't, now, I hadn't heard Disney would be open, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I, I heard the point that is, that you can't do that with the NFL at all. You can't find a place yeah, to yeah. bubble down and and have no. like. It's just too. It's just too big. There's too many players. Too many people. So I yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
if you'd asked me before Texas kind of has gone back into lockdown, if you'd asked me, if you'd asked me then, I would have said, yeah, it's going to start on time. But now, I don't know. 50, well, the thing 50, is, if we spoke about this four weeks ago, we'd be like, yeah, we'll be out of lockdown by now. We'll be back to work like normal. And we're not. And some places in this country, of course, are locked down again. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with all that. So I'd, I would love it to start on time. If we lose the preseason, who really gives a shit? I know, but, but it's, it's that bad. Well, these yeah, yeah, players, the though, like these 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 young quarterbacks and wide receivers and stuff, like how as fans how you don't care. Adjust the NFL if they like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. <laughs> Some poor like receiver going over the middle on his first NFL play, first catch, and like his first yeah, ever yeah, moment is getting yeah. destroyed by a like eight year pro linebacker. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's going to be about 20 welcome to the NFL moments in the first uh yeah. In the first week. Thanks for listening once again and allowing us to ramble all the way through some of the big NFL news of this week. You can follow us on Twitter at UKPick6Pod. That's UKPick6, as in S-I-X, not the number. Pod, all one word. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, UK underscore pick underscore six underscore pod. You can follow myself, O underscore J underscore Wilson on Twitter. You can follow Jazz at Jazz Gillum. You can follow Dave at David Bluck one and you can like us, subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other good podcasting outlets as well. Also search UK Pick 6 Pod on YouTube for clips from the show uh, and some videos that we're going to try and start putting up in the next few weeks or so. And until then, uh, take care.